Welcome to the BNP Paribas Capital Introduction Podcast Series. I'm Nafisa Youssef, a member of the EMEA Capital Introduction Team, and today I'll be discussing Q1 hedge fund performance for 2023. Based on performance data tracked by BNP Paribas Capital Introduction Group, hedge funds have returned on average 1.17% for the first quarter of 2023, despite a turbulent start to the year, having protected particularly well in February. Top quartile managers were up 2.72%, whilst the top decile was up 4.88%, indicating that manager selection played an important role in overall portfolio returns for allocators. MSCI World was up 7.88% over the same period, driven largely by a strong equity market rally in January and a surprising bounce back in March despite significant market events. Hedge funds remained more defensively positioned, So whilst they did not partake in all of this upsurge, they were notably flat in February when MSCI was down 2.36%. They continue to provide protection against the downside in investor portfolios. Quant multi-strategy was the best performer for the quarter, up on average 3.06%. Their ability to tightly manage risk and invest across a multitude of instruments, helping them to navigate a choppy start to the year. They are closely followed by credit strategies, who were up over 2% for the year. Conversely, CTAs ended the quarter with the worst average performance, down 3.89%, as they struggled to replicate the returns of last year. As we discussed in our previous podcast, our alternative investment survey found that investors expected a year of strong performance for credit, with 41% of those we surveyed intending to increase allocations to the space. Similarly, They predicted CTAs to be the worst performers for the year, both expectations which have been thus far realised in Q1 results. At the sector level, the first quarter hosted a reversal of the trends that dominated 2022. Technology and communications, some of the worst performers last year, rallied this year, whilst energy and defensive sectors lagged. This dispersion in performance meant that some equity long-short managers were able to fare well year-to-date and on average they remain one of the better performers for the quarter, up 1.9%. Discretionary macro-managers who had positioned portfolios in alignment with a hawkish central bank sentiment suffered losses in directional exposures in the US and Europe. Volatility and uncertainty in markets, caused by concerns about a credit crunch and a reversal of central bank policy, triggered a rapid risk reduction across the space, which has yet to return to normal levels. The strategy is down 72 basis points for the quarter. Breaking down the quarter, as previously mentioned, equity markets posted a strong start to the new year in January, as investors reacted bullishly to favourable economic news in the US, Europe and China, with MSCI World being up 7.11%. Equity long-short funds were up on average 2%, whilst quant micro, event-driven, convertible trading and credit funds were the outperformers, achieving over 2% for the month. CTA was the worst performing strategy for January, down close to 1%. The uptick in equity markets declined in February as investors continued to examine whether interest rates would stay high for an extended period. Economic data and comments from the Fed hinted that central banks may elevate rates to a higher level and for longer than expected. Hedge funds outperformed, staying flat in February, whilst MSCI World was down 2.36%. Alternative risk premia, CTA, and quant multi-strap funds were the outperformers for the month, whilst equity long-short was the worst-performing strategy for February, down 0.77%.
March witnessed the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank, the UBS Credit Suisse deal, and the Swiss government ruling on the write-down of 81s, leading to much uncertainty and volatility. Hedge funds were down an average 70 basis points, but still remained in positive terrain for the year, and there was notable dispersion among strategy performance. Equity long short managers were flat to slightly down in March, with market neutral funds outperforming more directional ones. Financial sector specialists suffered the most, as both SVB and Credit Suisse led to heightened concerns about the financial sector. TMT sector specialists and fundamental growth managers fared better, as investors gravitated towards safety and mega cap names. Trend followers had a difficult month, with much of the pain coming from reversals in fixed income markets and to a lesser extent, long positions in European equities. Quant macro strategies were in a similar boat, driven by short positions in US and European bonds. Both took risk off throughout the month. As we head into the second quarter, we may see a continuation of defensive positioning by hedge funds, keeping their overall market exposure lower than previous levels, but not necessarily avoiding risk. Credit managers may see opportunities with higher interest rates, improving long and short investing opportunities amid wider credit spreads, and a greater number of distressed debt scenarios caused by companies unable to refinance debt. Macro managers should be able to take advantage of expected changes in economic growth rates, interest rates and currency values. Increased market volatility should pose a range of opportunities for hedge fund strategies across the spectrum. That's all for today. Thank you very much for listening and we look forward to updating you in our next podcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be a complete description of any products or services of BNP Paribas or its affiliates or the risks they involve. This podcast is not financial research or investment advice. Neither the information nor any opinion contained in this podcast constitutes a recommendation, solicitation, or offer by BNP Paribas or its affiliates to buy or sell any financial product or service, nor shall it be deemed to provide investment, tax, legal, or accounting advice. All opinions, information, and estimates in this podcast are as of date of recording. BNP Paribas has no obligation to provide updates or changes. Information provided should not be regarded as comprehensive nor sufficient for making financial or investment decisions.